0: Shalom. I pray you've been spending time with our king, Yehusha Hamashiach. And I'm actually excited to get into these next few episodes because it seems like we've reached the peak of this mountain called healing. And now we're about to start our descent to the bottom. And everybody knows, like, at my job, when I have to go downstairs and I take the stairs, it's so much easier to go down those stairs than it is going up those stairs. <laughs> so without further ado, let's get into it. Have you ever tried to take a picture with your phone or camera, but the object you're attempting to capture seems out of focus. Usually the item will appear blurry. So in order to get the camera or the phone to refocus, you have to adjust the proximity of the phone or camera to the object. Um, And yes, I do understand that, you know, with cameras, it's slightly different. But when you adjust the lens, it's the same thing as even though you're not moving, the lens is moving either forward or backwards. So it's really the same thing <laughs> so basically in other words you have to change your position so thinking about this concept I want you to ask yourself does my position or proximity to Ab need to change so that my view of him can be refocused and if you're someone who's humble and doesn't indulge in the doctrine of self deceit your answer will be yes <laughs> I know I always have to um, I always have to pray every once in a while, there's a, a Ruach HaKodesh will put it on my heart to say this prayer, um, Ruach HaKodesh, allow me, or Abba, allow me to walk in step with you, not moving before you or falling behind you, but walk in step with you, and the reason being is because, you know, you're going along, and then after a while, you start, things start to feel a little stale, you know, it feels stale, it feels kind of slow motion, It's there's no... um it doesn't feel like there's any life in what you're doing. And that's because you're you're starting to lag behind. <laughs> so you need to catch back up to Abiyahuah because he's always moving. He never sleeps nor slumbers. So we have to make sure that we keep our relationship with him fresh. And the, the truth is we'll always come to this point in our walk where we have to refocus on him in order to prevent stagnation and to promote growth. So it's not a one-time thing and then you just go on about your life. Um, <laughs> you have to constantly be sewing into your relationship with Ab-Yahuwah, okay? So when I focus on Yahuwah is waning, you'll notice the line between righteousness and unrighteousness becoming a little bit blurry in your life. So basically, you'll gradually start becoming tolerable to the things Ruach HaKodesh once made you intolerable to. For example, you may start to listen to an old secular song or songs you used to love just to bring you comfort. You may hit up an old friend, you know, that is about influence on you. You'll even begin watching things on TV that promote sin and fleshly indulgence for entertainment purposes. And the list can go on. I mean, you, I'm pretty sure you can think of other things that you start to do that you once um, grew out of that now you're starting to do it again. But check this out. Whatever you feed the most, whether you're Ruach or spirit or the flesh, is what will dominate you. And he humbled you and suffered you to hunger and fed you with manna, which you knew not, neither did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yahuwah, man lives. That's Devarim or Deuteronomy 8 and 3. Um, Yahusha actually references this particular script in Matiyahu or Matthew 4 and 4. So it's imperative that we seek the Father as soon as we awaken and throughout the day and before we, we lay down to sleep. So when I go to work in the morning, I'm not always here when my son wakes up. Sometimes he wakes up before I leave out the house. But I tell him, I said, even though mommy's not here, you still need to wake up and speak to Abba Yahuwah. And then I tell him that, you know, you can speak to him all throughout the day too, even though I'm not here. And even when I am here and, you know, before we go to bed, me and him do Bible study, pray to, and pray together. But I just, I'm trying to instill in him that I don't have to be present for him to still do these things. And in this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever the reason why I emphasize give us this day our daily bread is because every word that proceeded forth out of the mouth of Yahuwah is what man should be eating out of so his written word and his spoken word the words that he is currently speaking to us via his Ruach HaKodesh so in the morning time what this looks like is You don't actually have to say, give us this day our daily bread. You ask him, what do you want me to do today? And whatever he instructs you to do for that day is his manna. (laughs) That is your daily bread, okay? I want to apologize to you guys because I cannot remember exactly where in Exodus. I'm currently in Exodus, but like I said, I can't remember which chapter I'm in right now. But I'm going to say somewhere between... (laughs) Um, Exodus 16 and 19 <laughs> is where Moshe was given the instructions to give to the children of Yisrael about the manna, and so every day for six days they were supposed to gather enough manna for that day, and then on the sixth day they were supposed to gather twice as much manna because the next day was the Sh- was the Sabbath, the Shabbat, so they weren't supposed to gather anything, any type, do any type of work on Shabbat. Okay. And there were a few of them that didn't follow through with the instructions. And then the, ne- the, the next day when they woke up, the manna that they tried to save for the next day had worms in it. It was moldy. It was disgusting. Except for the manna that they gathered on the sixth day. When they woke up the next day, it was still fresh because that was the instructions that Abba Yahuwah gave them. So that was their daily bread. That is literally what Yah- Yahushua is talking about when he said, give it, "When he's telling us to ask for our daily bread, manna. He is the bread of life, okay? So we are supposed to ask for him every day. We're supposed to ask for, well, let's go back up in that same scripture. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So the fact that that is literally the line that Yahusha says right before he says, give us this day our daily bread, this is letting you know that his will, Yahuwah's will is our daily bread, his instructions that he gives us for that day. So a cliche statement you may have heard in the Christian church that is a subtle weapon of the enemy manifested in the heart of the tares to turn the wheat away from the father is don't be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. I know someone that's listening has heard that before. I know I've heard it before. And that's the Ruach of the anti-Mashiach, okay? I want you guys to know because we're supposed to be extremely heavenly-minded because that's where our instructions come from so we can be earthly good. We can't be earthly good unless we're heavenly-minded. And if your mind isn't on your Father in heaven, what's it on? Most likely something it shouldn't be on, okay? (laughs) Okay. Here are a few bits of manna that will help you with this, okay? So Matthew 15 and eight, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Jeremiah 29 and 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. You will keep the mind, I'm sorry, this is um, Isaiah 26 and three. Now here's proof that we're supposed to be heavenly minded, okay? Isaiah 26 and three, you will keep the mind that is dependent on, on you in perfect peace for it is trusting in you. But we're not supposed to be heavenly minded, right? Colossians three and one. Therefore if you have been raised with Hamashiach, keep focusing on the things that are above. <laughs> Where Hamashiach is seated at the right hand of Yahuwah. But we're not supposed to be so earthly or so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good, right? I'm telling you, this is literally the the tares speaking from the spirit of the anti-Mashiach when they say this, okay? Hebrews 12 and 12 starting, okay, Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. I'm sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, Fixing our eyes on Yahushua, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of Yahuwah. So, Yahuwah is in heaven. Yahushua is at the right hand of the throne of Yahuwah, who is in heaven. And it just said we're supposed to fix our eyes on Yahushua. The same Yahushua that's on the right hand of the throne of Yahuwah who's in heaven. So we're supposed to be heavenly minded (laughs) so we can be earthly good. This is um, Jonah 2 and 7. When I had lost all hope, I turned my thoughts once more to Adonai and my earnest prayer went to you in your holy temple. His temple is in heaven. (laughs) Adonai is in heaven. He turned his thoughts, heavenly minded, once more to Adonai and his earnest prayers, his focus, his, <laughs> he focused his words and his mind on Yahuwah, who's in his temple in heaven. Okay. Also go read these for yourself. Romans 8 and 5 and Matthew six nineteen to 24. Okay. It's important. It's very important that we know the word of, of Yahuwah. And Ruach HaKodesh is our teacher, and he will bring the word of Yahuwah back to your remembrance. But in order for him to bring it back to your remembrance, you have to have first eaten of it, okay? (laughs) You can't bring anything back that was never there, all right? The only time that that's an exception is when you are a true babe and you have literally just given your life to him he will he will give you words that you don't even know is in the Bible because he did that to me when I first turned away from the world back in 2008. I would speak things that I hadn't even read yet in the Bible, but that's because I was just now starting on this walk. But if you've been on this walk for a minute, it should it should be something that's already there that he just brings back up to the forefronts of your mind at that moment, okay? But eat of it, I promise you. As a matter of fact, I can't think of where it is right now, but Yahusha even told his Talmudim, don't like when they bring you in front of the Sanhedrin or whatever it was that he said, he said, don't worry about what you would say. Cause Ruach HaKodesh will give you the words to say in that moment. That's pretty much what he's talking about. If you've been eating of my word in the moment that you need to speak, Ruach HaKodesh will speak on your behalf. He'll bring my word back up to your remembrance, whatever it is that you need to say specifically at that time, he'll bring it back to you. And I've had this happen in my life before you guys, like, whether I'm counseling somebody or whether someone is trying to come up against my faith. Ruach Kadesh has brought up specific scriptures and I don't say, well, Romans, this, that, the other, or, you know, Colossians or Isaiah or Nahum. I just speak the word, you know what I'm saying? But I know it's his word because I remember reading it. Just like right now, I'm telling you guys, I remember I read this. I can't tell you where it is, but I remember I read it. (laughs) I'll leave you with this. Always remember that you reap what you sow, okay? So if you sow into the flesh, you'll reap of the flesh. However, if you sow into the Ruach, you'll reap of Ruach HaKodesh, okay? Worship the Father in spirit and in truth, okay? So I I hope this helped. I pray that this helped. Um, I'm not here to give you a full-on therapeutic lesson I'm literally just here to give you whatever it is that Ruach HaKodesh has placed in me to give to you. But it's up to you to take these little nuggets, these little breadcrumbs, because that's all this says is breadcrumbs. It's up to you to take these breadcrumbs and apply it to your life. Seek the Father on your own. After all, it's your relationship with Him, not my relationship with you and Him. Okay? (laughs) When you stand before the Father, you're going to be there by yourself. I'm not going to be there. So it's important that you just take these little nuggets these breadcrumbs and just run with it okay i guarantee you all you need all you need is a little breadcrumb what did he say all you need is the faith of a mustard seed if you have just the faith of a mustard seed that the little the littlest thing that you do will grow into a, a giant flourishing tree then i i guarantee you that's exactly what's going to happen Sorry, you guys might hear my washing machine. It's a little bit off balance and it literally sounds like thunder or something. (laughs) You may or may not be able to hear it. I might have just given it away and you probably didn't hear it. But anyway, you guys, (laughs) I love you guys. Again, I'm I'm so excited and hyped about these next few episodes because, again, it's like we've crossed over that hump, that peak, and now we're starting to make that descent. So a lot of the extremely hard things like introspecting, Because it's hard for us to really, accountability is something that is very hard for us to do. Because we weren't taught it as children, most of us. Some of us were, but most of us were not taught accountability. And it's literally human nature to point the finger. I mean, the very first two people on the face of this earth, Adam and Hua, they pointed the finger. They didn't take accountability of themselves. So I really do pray that this is helping you. Um, as always, if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me at replenishme at gmail.com. Um, again, I do not have my Instagram, I mean, it's still up there, but I was instructed to get off of social media, so all of my social media pages are still up, but I don't go on them anymore. So, the best way to contact me is through replenishme at gmail.com, and that's r i p l e n i s h me at gmail.com. All right, all right. Until next time, you guys, I hope that you are eating of your bread. (laughs) And Shabbat Shalom, well, it's not Shabbat, but until next time, (laughs) Shalom Aleichem. That's what I was trying to say. Bye, you guys.